Welcome to Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Welcome to another episode of Resilient Minds 365. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Today, we have a special guest with us, guys. We have Mark Ogden with us. Mark Ogden, who is he? Well, he was born and raised in Washington, D.C. He attended Howard University and graduated with a degree in business finance. And then he was drafted in the NFL in 2003. He's married to his wife, Bonnie, has a stepdaughter, Ava, and daughter, Farah and they reside in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mark is currently a national, international keynote speaker, executive business coach, business consultant, and best-selling author. Retired after five years to pursue a career in construction and contracting, at 727, Mark founded Caden Premier Enterprises, and, and in 2010, Mark won the African-American Subcontract of the Year Award in the state of Maryland. Though he soon went bankrupt, losing almost $2 million on one project in a matter of 90 days. During his darkest hours, Mark pulled himself together, got a part-time job as a custodian, and with hard work and determination, became an inspirational keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, and marketing leader, helping to build the success of others. We found his extreme humbleness and brutal honesty incredibly inspirational. So with that said, I now present to you Mark Ogden. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing well, Cleone. How are you? I'm doing super fantabulous. That's my word. I coined it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yes. So with that said, tell us a little bit more about your profession, um, what you're doing now as a coach and everything that you're doing right now. So Cleone, I do a lot of keynote speaking, uh, things on leadership, marketing, sales, do a lot of work when it comes to improving healthy culture. And I also do a lot of work when it comes to helping people understand how they have to really brand themselves, but in the same token, how you have to kind of make sure that when you're talking to people, you do three major components. You have to have emotion, Mm -hmm. build trust, and you have to make sure that you can help people rationalize or logically make them see that you are the right person to work with to help them get where they're trying to go. Okay, cool. And tell us some more about, you, you were in the NFL as well. Tell us a Correct. bit, when did you, um, what made you decide that you wanted to be in the NFL? Like what was, was that your dream as a child? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, Cleone, actually it wasn't a dream of mine. I wanted to go to college to be an investment banker and work on Wall Street. But after, right before my last year of college, my last season, the NFL started living, I saw people started coming to my workouts, started coming to, you know, my practices, games. I started getting scouted. I started seeing my names in different draft books for the NFL. I said, well, shoot, if everybody thinks I can play the NFL, I might as well think I can too. And so I worked hard <laughs> and I pursued the, the, the amount of hard work it took to get to that level. And I did it and I executed it. And I'm actually the first and only offensive line, which is a certain position in football, Cleone, to be drafted to the NFL from Howard University. Wow, that's amazing. And you went to Howard. That, 
that is an amazing accomplishment. And I mean, Howard is like definitely well known uh, as an HBCU. So how was your experience there at Howard? Oh, Howard was great. Great education, great people, great background. Just everything about it was fantastic and five-star, which really made me understand that going to Howard and being around all that legacy, rich education really helped me. It helps me even today, Cleone, in my job as a speaker, consultant, and a best-selling author. Awesome. Amazing. Okay, so now we're going to go into um, deep dive into the interview. Um, we are like to, So I'd like to know a little bit more about your mental health diagnosis and when you were diagnosed. So I was diagnosed with mental health issues when I was in college. Uh, I, was eight, I was 19 years old. I was diagnosed with anger management and I was diagnosed with depression. Uh, I really had that issue from my parents' divorce when I was eight, but I kind of just talked to people, but there wasn't a clinical diagnosis until I almost got kicked out of Howard for having some issues with authority, listening to people. And that's when I was diagnosed by the clinicians at Howard University as again, having anger management, having depression issues. Okay, I understand, okay. So tell us, tell us a bit more about your mental health story of resilience. Where, uh, when did you um, have your lows? How did you get there? Um, and then how did you bounce forward? One of my, there's two big lows in my life. One was when my father passed away unexpectedly. That sent me mm. into a deep, deep, dark depression. I got hooked on alcoholism, painkillers, nightlife, because I, I already had my NFL career was coming down because I was injured a lot. But when he passed away, Cleone, that was my real mental health first real, real dark moment. And it took me about mm -hmm. six months of feeling sorry for myself and excessive drinking, but thank goodness I got out of that. Then my second real rock bottom moment was when I was a custodian in September 2013 working in Raleigh. And I had someone's trash and rotten meat and banana peels and horrible protruding nasty garbage cleaning got over my body my skin my clothes and mm. that was a wake-up call for me but it was my lowest mental health point because I also realized at that point that I was a, again clinically depressed again I had an addiction issue with alcohol and with painkillers and that moment woke me up but it was still my purest rock bottom moment because it really made me realize how far down the rabbit hole I had gone and how mm -hmm. bad my mental health had gotten once I moved to Raleigh, which was six months earlier, uh, six months earlier. Okay. So tell us a bit more about, um, so with your NFL career, when it came to an end, how was that? Did that um, impact your mental health in any way? Oh my God, absolutely. It was such a negative impact on my mental health because I had been playing football clearly for so long so many years I had put my life, my bliss, my blood, sweat, and tears into football. Mm -hmm. Then to be told, Marcus, you're done, go away. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the, the NFL divorced me. Yeah. And that was a really hard time for me emotionally. Again, excessive drinking, nightlife, and just feeling worthless because I had no, uh, I had no identity, Cleone, outside of football. Right. Wow. Wow. That's, that sounds a lot to go through, a lot to go through. Um, it was. Definitely. So the next question I have, so what did you have to do to overcome or bounce back from your low points? List all resources that you thought were applicable. 
So I ended up, first things first was, I ended up getting some help. Uh, you know, I sought out some free help through, uh, you know, uh, uh, Medicaid, and because I couldn't afford any insurance, I went, so I got some free help and through just some different, you know, therapists and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then what really turned me around was, Cleone was, I got, I got someone I could talk to, like it wasn't a therapist, it was like an accountability partner. Yes. And I was working towards, my strengths, which were being a good at communication, being good at help, helping people and wanting to speak. And that's why I said, I'm going to become a speaker. So as I was seeing my therapist, getting back on some good medications, trying to develop some healthy habits, I had an accountability partner and I was able to use that person to help me stay on track and try to hit goals for my business while I still did things to pay the bills as a custodian, coaching football, et cetera. But the therapist was a huge help. The medication was a life changer, but Mm -hmm. my accountability partner was huge in helping me to see that, you know, to, or in order to get where you want to go, Marcus, you have to stay on track and you can't let yourself get knocked off the path just because you have a bad day. Okay. Wow. It's very important that you, you know, invest in those kind of people, like having that extra support, you know what I mean? Whether it's a coach or accountability partner or um, a consultant, it's very important to, to surround yourself with people. Cause I mean, you can't, if you want to go far, you need to have other people around you to kind of hold you accountable. And yeah, I think that's very important. One of the things I talk about in order to realign your mindset, Cleone, is you have to have your foundational support group that you can lean on to help you push forward in times of uncertainty and or adversity. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, then you can sometimes feel isolated. And when you start to feel isolated, that's when depression can set in, anxiety, stress. So I really also work on just today having a strong support group of friends, colleagues, associates, where I don't ever feel that I'm having a bad day. Like I used to feel like I had a bad day before it became automatically, I would get into that, uh, that state of depression. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about what your depression looks like. Um, you said it was like the nightlife was some um, alcoholism. How, like, what, what was a, what was it like for you? Um, and when did you realize it's like, you know what, I need, I need to get help, whether it's medication or whether it's therapy, what was it like? So I remember uh, the, the nightlife and all this stuff happened when I was in football and I kind of worked my way through that first part. But I had another issue with depression after I lost my business. And I was just recently married. I've been married now for be six years next month. Mm-hmm. And as we were married for probably about, oh, about a year, year and a half. And I was just constantly angry. I was constantly like just feeling down and nothing made me happy. And, you know, I remember my wife saying, look, it's not my job to make you happy. It's, uh, my job is to be here for you. Your job is to make yourself happy. And right. that got me really upset because I was like, well, what do you mean? You're my wife. You're supposed to help me out. And so, you know, and then that's when I realized the next morning I woke up, I was like, wow. I really just got very loud with my wife. I just got very just, you know, confrontational with her and it wasn't anything she did. She was making a statement and she was right. Mm-hmm. And I need help and I got to get help now. And I actually called the NFL, uh, Retired Players Association, and they got me to see a therapist, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a, you know, like, a, like a therapist. Uh, I saw her 
uh, once a week for a year and it was life-changing. So what really happened was the depression I saw set in when I was talking to my wife and the next morning I woke up and realized that talking to her the way I did, it was not healthy for her, for me. And is this gonna, if my marriage is going to work, I've got to change now. Yes, definitely, definitely. I'm glad that they had the resources available to help you because sometimes, you know, finding help with uh, when you're dealing with mental health challenges can be very it's hard. hard, very hard, very hard. Yeah, definitely. So um, my next question to you is what are three things you wish you had available when you were at your lowest point? Number one, I wish I had a mentor slash coach. Number two, I wish I would have had you know, my father who I could call to help me through that tough time. Mm -hmm. And three, I wish I had, honestly, I wish I had a good doctor to go to to mm -hmm. start getting help right away. Cause at that time I was in financial distress. So I couldn't really afford going to the doctor. I couldn't afford all the things that I needed to afford. So that was what it was. I needed a good mentor slash coach. My father would have been awesome. And I needed a good doctor to go to to help me start to turn what was going on in my mind into a better disposition and to continue to feed it negativity, doubt, and adversity at that time. Okay, understood. Yeah, definitely. Um, hmm. Okay, what was my next question? Sorry. Excuse me. My next question. So with that said, what words of hope can you give to our listeners? If you're having trouble, if you're having dark thoughts or depression thoughts or you're anxious or stressed, pick up the phone and call someone you trust. I don't care if it's a, a sibling, a parent, a good friend, someone in your circle. It doesn't matter who it is. Pick mm -hmm. up the phone and call them right away. Yes. If you start to sit there and start thinking about all of the negativity, all of the things that are going on, you're going to continue to feed your mind and seep into your mind, self-doubt, criticism, and just plain, you can't get it done. Mm -hmm. And you deserve better. So if you're feeling like you don't have any hope, pick up the phone and call someone in your inner circle now and talk it out and start to get your mindset shifted back into a positive mindset. Well, those are some really good, powerful words. Definitely. I love it. Um, so with that said, we are going to switch a little bit um, in topics. Um, as you can see behind me, there's a book and it's called The Music of My Life. Basically that book is a book that I talk about music therapy and I also talk about my battle with um, bipolar disorder. So with that said, I ask you this question. What type of music do you like? I love I love R and B. I'm a huge R and B fan. Uh, I like the the rhythm. I like the you know the blues. I like the the, the flow. I like a lot of the, the words being said. So I'm a huge R and B guy. Awesome. Yes, definitely. And if you were to think of one song that best describes your journey, what would it be and why? Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. Because not until I actually looked myself in the mirror, Cleone, and said, Marcus, you are the culprit. Marcus, you made the mistakes. Marcus, you got over leverage. You made the bad decisions. 
until I faced my my reflection, Cleone, my life was hell. Mm. The minute I faced my reflection and I stopped running from Freddy Krueger in the mirror, that's when life got better. Okay. Wow. The man in the mirror. Love that song. Very good song. I remember I, when I had my own period where I had to, I remember I had my own period where I actually looked myself in the mirror and I said, my name is Cleone. I have bipolar and that is okay. And, yep. and just, just that little moment can ch change your, your whole trajectory. It can change your whole life. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Marcus Ogden. I had, I was an addict. I was depressed. I was anxious. I had anger management issues and I am now okay, but I've had those things. I don't run from them. And that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Perfect. So Marcus, so how can we stay in touch with you? What are your social media handles? People can find me on uh, Facebook, Marcus Ogden. They can find me on Instagram at Marcus Ogden. They can find me on LinkedIn, Marcus Ogden, Twitter at Marcus underscore Ogden. Or you can find us at our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. Get in touch with us. Reach out to us. Love to connect with you. Love to chat with you and see if we can help you turn your goals into accomplishments. Awesome. Thank you very much, Marcus. Um, basically, um, all that information will be put in our show notes. So anyone who wants to con get in contact with you, they'll be able to see that information there. So with that said, and to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also, join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our monthly newsletter at cleonicrawford.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. And if you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show or connect with Marcus's testimonial, please, please share it with them. Um, feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at OnlyCleone or ResilientMinds365 and today's guest at Marcus Ogden. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I'm signing off.